WKNC Raw is DJ DiGiorno here, and I'm joined here live in the studio with uh, Krill from Boston. How are you guys doing today? Hi, good. good. DJ DiGiorno, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, it's no, it's pretty bad, so I'll take suggestions. Um, <laughs> but yeah, why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves? Okay. Uh, I'm Ian, I play drums in Krill. I'm Jonah, I sing and play bass in Krill. I'm Aaron, I play guitar in Krill. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so you guys played a show at the Mattress Fort last night. Um, how did you guys think that went? It was really fun, and they let us sleep in the room we played in, which is just the ideal, efficient house show solution. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It, was it was great. It was like, I don't know, it was, it was really nice to find a new house. A lot of friends from Boston have played there, so it was cool to finally do it ourselves. I don't know. It seemed good. Katie was really, really nice. It was also cool because it was called the Mattress Fort, uh, there were a number of mattresses yeah. for us to sleep on. Yeah, did you pull them off the windows there and sleep on them? Yeah, yeah. And I Very found this comfy. blanket. It was like really comfortable. But it smelled like urine, but uh, <laughs> there was like a lot of. It was a lot of accommodations. It was nice. Yeah, yeah. Were, were the mattresses clean enough? You know, definitely enough. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> In my mind, ideal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but the show was really fun. Oh yeah, yeah the it show great. itself was like really, really nice. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, you guys are kicking off a month-long East Coast tour right now. Um, started about a couple days ago, I guess. Yeah, four day- this was last night was our fourth show. Um, it's more than East Coast. We're going to Texas. We're going to Chicago. We're going- mm-hmm. It's like half the country, sort of. I got you. Yeah. And also uh, Canada. Can- a little bit of Canada. A little bit of Canada. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, is this is this your first tour um, like this? No, we did one a year ago. That was, we went... So we're from Boston. We went to San Diego just to go as far as we could. And that was like our first one. We've also done some East Coast stuff. We like, did like a, about a week earlier this year, too, with um, a band from Ireland called Squarehead. Yeah. Um, so that was a tour. But this yeah. is a long. This is like our second major tour, probably, I guess you would call it. I don't know. Who's counting? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, so let's let's talk a minute about your name. You guys make a lot of puns about your name, Krill. Um, how did that come about there? Um, well, the name Krill, I think, mostly came about because it was actually interesting because me and Ian were in a band in high school called the Sea Monsters, um, and then and I always wanted to be in that band. We all went to high school in the same area, and they like. Added a couple members throughout, and I always wanted to be one of them, but <laughs> I, I never knew that. Yeah, and you I never told me that. I never, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> tell you that. could have worked something out. It's kind of a revelation. Um, but then me and Jonah started a band a couple years later, and we were like, it's going to be like an offshoot of the Sea Monsters. Uh, and Ian was actually in it for a little bit, and we called it Krill. And then we kind of started it again with a new drummer out in Boston, because Ian lived elsewhere mm-hmm. um and now ian's back <laughs> yeah, but, yeah couldn't get rid of him yeah yeah <laughs> but uh yeah and so that we're sort of a diminutive sea monster yeah I, I don't know why people i mean we do it too i guess we encouraged it but the puns is like crazy like people like love people like really love saying the krill pun i don't know why we yeah. do too yeah, often I, I love saying a krill pun yeah yeah, I mean, I, I heard you guys are curling it last night. Yeah, that was, oh, that's probably a really popular every, one. Every show, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's nice. Well, we, our first 
like EP was called Krilling in the name of. Yeah. <laughs> and we also we almost released Jagged Little Krill. And there's a lot of others. We definitely encouraged it. And now yeah. our Twitter. I understand why. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> All right. Um, well, why don't we go ahead and listen to some Krill? And uh, since we're talking about the ponds, I guess we'll start with a theme from Krill. Yeah. Uh, do you sure. want to talk about the song at all? Sure. Uh, it's kind of, well, this whole album that we just released is like uh, about our drummer, Luke, who was leaving and left now. He he left the band to go to grad school and I like sort of tongue in cheek wrote this song called Krill Forever because we were going to break up and now we didn't break up. So it's a little confusing, but <laughs> I don't know. It's just, uh, I feel like Apples and Stereo had this theme song. It was like a minute long. that was like really sweet. And I was like, every band needs a theme song. I don't know. All right, well, here it is. This is the theme song from Krill. Um, joined here live in the studio with Krill. Uh, keep it locked here.
WKNC Raw, this is DJ DiGiorno, and uh, you just heard the theme song from Krill, by Krill, and uh, they're here live in the studio with me. Uh, we're going to talk about their new album here for a bit. Uh, you guys just released it back in June. Um, it's called Lucky Leaves. Um, so this is your second album, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was there anything different that you did uh, this time around as compared to your first album? So or? many So things. much, yeah. Well, well f- yeah. Yeah, I mean, this, this one we, like, recorded in a studio um which was different than our first one which was recorded in our basement over like three over years, yeah like two, two to three year span um okay and then this one was like we went in we like practiced our songs <laughs> and like wrote them and like recorded it yeah. in like a weekend um and it i think it came out a little better yeah we, um, yeah we went to the studio our friends run in new york um, at a place called the Silent Barn, which is like a DIY venue in New York, um, and it's—I mean, it's still DIY, still like our friends doing it, but definitely like they know what they're doing. I mean, our first thing we just released because we kept being like, "Okay, these are good demos. When are we gonna really record it?" And for like two years, we were like, "Yeah, maybe we'll record it for real later," and just wasn't happening. So we just like put it in the internet (laughs) and then yeah and then we sort of started writing new stuff and we recorded like a normal album more so i mean we did it all in one day really normal humans yeah i guess still fast and still a little i mean it doesn't sound you know it's got its issues but (laughs) but it's uh you know you listen to it it's like oh it's a band (laughs) (laughs) yeah um, so did you guys kind of record it like um, all together or in parts, or how did it work? Yeah, all the songs were recorded live. Um, and mostly in like one take, just really fast. We did it all in like one day. Um, we probably recorded most of the album in like four hours or something. Yeah. And then did vocals after. And, and like then like two guitar overdubs, yeah. <laughs> and then mixed it for like three months. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it sounds great. I mean, you can definitely hear that live aspect. It kind of, like, carries that that weight of the live show with it. So it's that's good, good job. Thanks, yeah. Thank that's, I mean, that's sort of our idea, I guess, with it. We wanted to make it sound like that. Yeah, we don't have, like, I don't know. Like, every time we, like, go to record something, there's, like, something, there's, like, a you know, an organ there, and we're like, oh, maybe we'll put that on. I'm like, no. <laughs> Just, like, but, it, but I don't know. We don't know how to do stuff. That we don't do every time, you know. Um, yeah, I got you. So, um, so how does how does the writing process work for you guys? You kind of all write songs together, or, or how does it pan out? It's like, um, it's usually like, well, most of this album was like, uh, I had this guitar. We moved to Boston, uh, and I could only bring this one. I no, I got there and I found this guitar with three strings, and then I wrote the songs on this guitar with three strings. But you can't. I I don't even play guitar in the band, so couldn't like convert those over in any way so i would just like then aaron would try and like replay it on a real guitar and we would try to replay it as a real band and it would like totally change so i would like write lyrics and some chords but then it would totally get rearranged uh so that's basically how we do it something like that all right um well we're gonna have to take a quick break here but after that we'll play a song uh it's called never a joke off the new album by krill um so yeah Keep it locked here.
you called and said what you thought I had the life Cause when I was watching basketball And it was just rough to watch the team I like lose WKNC Raw is DJ DiGiorno, and uh, you just heard Never a Joke by Krill, and uh, they're here live with me in the studio right now. And uh, so you guys are from Boston. Um, what's what's the music scene there like? Just... Oh, I could talk for a long time. It's great. It's uh, it's, it's awesome. It's, it's really <laughs> There's awesome. There's a lot of really good bands there now. Yeah, like last night at Mattress Fort, where we played, uh, like, we knew about it because people from Boston had played there. Um and we got there and just like Katie started talking about all these great Boston bands that had come through. And I don't know, we had this moment where we realized that just being from Boston, like people are more receptive because so many good bands have come out of there lately. Uh, I guess to name some like Fat History Month uh, and Pile are two of our extreme favorites. Uh, our friends Cal Marx are really awesome. It's like a lot of heavier stuff. Um, our friends Speedy Ortiz are sort of getting bigger now they just played hopscotch mm-hmm. down here yeah yeah we just interviewed them oh really were they here? yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. what? that's crazy yeah we just played with them on uh oh what thursday yeah they're like good friends of ours and they're like sort of personify a bit of the boston stuff though they're from western mass um it's like a lot of heavier stuff which is especially interesting for us because we're not we weren't that heavy we're still not that heavy but definitely like seeped into it a bit you know and aaron plays his guitar a lot louder than he used to yeah. like bought a distortion <laughs> pedal after yeah. like so many shows with these bands that are like destroying and then like we come up and play like a little like, ding, ding. you know and like, <laughs> you're like oh aaron you gotta step it up uh no but i don't know it's like 
it's really great. And uh, in the past year, the cops have like uh, cracked down on house shows a lot, which is like uh, really rough. But yeah. but yeah, it's already starting to come back. Yeah, yeah, the, the houses house will always come back. But um, yeah, it's like heavy, really emotional, uh, like really hardworking bands who tour like all the time mm-hmm. and very very inspiring to be a diy band up there uh, yeah it's like it's a very inclusive scene too which is fun oh yeah like there's like a little show paper that it's not little it's, it's actually big <laughs> it's huge it's, it's like eight pages and like mm-hmm. a month it's called the counter cultural compass and it just like lists all the shows and so if anyone wants to go to any show they just like can go and they know about it and yeah it do, helps bands start up um yeah, people are always trying to, I don't know, bring new people in. And, like, the thing about the house scene that was so good and will be good when it comes back uh, was that, like, you know, you could play your first terrible shows to a bunch of people and they'll listen and stuff. Uh, and I feel like in places where there aren't houses, like, a club's not going to book some, like, you mm-hmm. know, some band that's never played a show and doesn't have any recordings and stuff like that, but houses you could play you could play like with your favorite band for your first show and like sort of figure out what you're doing uh yeah so boston boston's got some really good stuff going for it yeah so so did the boston scene really influence your sound a lot um because you guys are originally from illinois right yeah i think it has yeah it definitely has in the past year and a half or so when we started playing more around boston um i think it's like influenced our sound and also our like work ethic Maybe as a as a band, to like try and do stuff, and really, if you want to do stuff, you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like like, a big thing for us. You can just drive out to Raleigh and play a show on a Sunday <laughs> night. I don't know, you know, like yeah. you don't think you think like someone's got to hook it up first, but that's not really how it happens. I don't know. Speedy's a good example of like, man, they have played like three hundred shows in a year and a half or something. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. They're they, crazy out they there. put in a lot of effort and i know we yeah. play them a lot here yeah, so. yeah. they're totally. they're good but then also other bands i mean speedy's different because they got some recognition but bad history month and pile pile's been going for like five years or something like that uh and they're like probably we when we listen to their album we like freak out every time about like how <laughs> i don't know we just wrote actually we just our new album is like this concept ep about pile and it's more confusing than that but it's just like there's these bands that just work really hard and don't get any recognition and and are better than any other band <laughs> elsewhere. It's like it's yeah. not a quality thing. It's yeah. like and they just keep keep touring and I don't know. I just have a lot of respect for that. Yeah, because you guys basically booked this whole tour on your own, just went out and yeah, found it, the shows. Yeah. We have, I mean, there's a lot of you know, it's it's never just yourself, but there's like. Yeah, like, you just hear about it through friends of friends and things like that, and, like, strange, bizarre shows. I don't know. In Athens, we're doing a show that's, like, uh, it's, like, after an improv comedy set. or something. I don't know. It, like, yeah. starts at, like, midnight, and yeah. it's also Athens, Georgia, and I've never been there. I don't know anyone there. And the guy who booked it, his name is Martian. I don't know. <laughs> His name is... a tremendous show. Yeah. It's going to be sweet. I'm, I'm, like, really excited for that, yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, if you want to check out any of their tour dates, you can go to their Bandcamp, which is another pun, uh, nice. where there's a krill, there's a way, dot bandcamp.com, and uh, all, all their music is up there as well. 
Um, so you guys did something kind of interesting for your latest album. If people pre-ordered it, they got a USB drive and, and a mozzarella bowl. Uh, for $100. Right? $100. $100. Did yeah. that happen at all? Did sure. you? No, it didn't happen. Uh, <laughs> offer's uh, still on the table. Yeah, yeah. I, w- yeah. I think we would still accept Honestly, that. You, can't, you can no longer order it through Bandcamp, but if you send us a personal email, we, we could really make that happen for you. At our release show in Boston, we brought a mozzarella like a ball of mozzarella and uh we like raffled it off yeah um and the person who won did leave it at the merch table and we did and we eat did it. eat it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry to be clear it's uh like a uh no i can't explain it's a ball of mozzarella cheese and we cut a hole and put a usb in it with the music on it and you could buy that for a hundred dollars still on the table krillfan247 at gmail.com that's if you want to um yeah it's not even a thing (laughs) (laughs) well um (laughs) all right so we've been asking a lot of bands these questions when they come through the studio um so i'll go ahead and ask you guys um if you guys could describe your sound as a room, uh, what would the room be like? Like, what would be in the room? Grill. Wait, what do you mean? Like, like the room how itself? Would, what would okay. the room look like? Oh, yeah, like, like what would it be? Room. Would it be like a kitchen? Like, what well, would be in it? Or Not that much stuff would be in it, I think. Very empty room. Yeah, because there's not... We try to keep a lot of space. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. Um, Probably a lot of farts, honestly. Yeah. A lot of gaseous gas. material. Um, a lot of stuff you can't really see, but you can s- maybe smell. <laughs> maybe a uh, refrigerator. And a per- one person eating in the refrigerator. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> that's eating from the... So I'm t- okay, now i got a vision going. It's a darker, darkish type of room. Bad smell. There's a man in underwear and t-shirt, krill t-shirt, um, looking in the refrigerator for an item. Maybe coming up with something that should be cooked, but he's eating it uncooked. Like um, like cold tortilla and shredded cheese rolled and put in the mouth. And he weeps. He definitely <laughs> a little bit. But he weeps and laughs. And laughs, and for laughs. sure. Yeah. And he's tweeting on his phone. All right, well, I, I guess that works. <laughs> um, so do you guys have any new projects coming up? I know you kind of talked about the, the EP. Yeah, we've recorded another EP. Um we're still in like the mixing stage. Um, yeah, it's it's like another five song thing, and then there's a possible uh, split seven inch. Yeah, for all you out. people at home, see, look at my shirt that says "Level Up." That we're trying to do a split with them. They're friends from New York. They're very good people. You should uh, do something. I mean, do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> So that that stuff's still yeah, in the works, and we're playing the new stuff on tour now. But uh. yeah, I think our problem is whenever we finish something, we start writing a lot more, which is just so it's very it's very inconvenient um, because you're supposed to, you know, just play the songs from the old album or something. But now all our sets are like half songs, no one's heard, and then I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, so that stuff's hopefully going to be out within. Somewhat short period of time, maybe a like year, six months, no, yeah, so. like a few months. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, we definitely look forward to that. Um, so, if you want to check out Krill, go online. When there's a Krill, there's a way. Bandcamp. Com. 
where where sorry. There's, sorry where there's a will there's a way krill yeah <laughs> i'm gonna get it it's long um, um but yeah all, all their tour dates are on there as well as their music so if you're interested check that out um so we're gonna end it here with a song uh this is purity of heart um do you want to say anything about the song real quick just thanks dj to join for hooking this up yeah, oh it's no problem yeah, thank you guys for coming down for this thanks to mattress for it yeah and yeah. katie and Very everyone awesome and billy show. and Thank you very much. All right, well, thank you guys. Yeah.